the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So our esteemed uh, Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, was on uh, Capitol Hill this morning. A couple senators and uh, congresspeople have questions for her about the banking system. Uh, Oh, by the way, it is in peril. And she and her uh, ilk in the Biden administration claim that everything's okay. So Ron Johnson, senator from Wisconsin, had a couple of questions. He wanted to know, like, look, this is a bad situation. We don't want to be in this situation. Uh, Is there any self-awareness on your part, Janet Yellen, that you guys caused this situation? Because the banks got caught with long-term investments that typically are really good investments because you get a higher return, except now you don't get a higher return on long-term investments. You get a higher return on short-term investments because we have the odd inverted yield curve, which means that short-term investments, no, it's no more complicated than this. If people are going to have your money for a long time, they usually have to pay you more to have it for a long time than to have it for a short time. But with an inverted yield curve, it's inverted. The shorter period of time they have it, the more they give you. Why is that? Because rates have been flipped on their head by rising interest rates to borrow money. For years and years and years and years, when you could get money for a mortgage or a car or whatever at a super low interest rate, well, that's when the rates were good for a long-term investment, not for a short-term investment. But, of course, that essential 0% interest or very cheap money led to big companies borrowing, 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 borrowing scads of money because it was essentially free, right? Why not? You would not be doing your due diligence as a business. If you could borrow a billion dollars, buy a whole entire neighborhood of houses, knowing houses were going to appreciate 15 to 20%, which would be 10 to 12%, really more than 12 to 14% higher than the rate you'd have to pay back in interest. You'd be giving away a 10% gain on your money or more. Except eventually there's a cause for that, or or a toll for that, and the toll is inflation. And then what does the Fed, the Federal Reserve, what do they do to cure inflation? They raise interest rates. What does that do? It inverts the yield curve. It makes the long-term investments not worth as much. Wait a minute! Those are the investments my bank is holding! And then when the word gets out that, eh, you know, we might be over-leveraged here, we might have invested in a lot of things that we thought were going to bring us a higher return than they actually will... And people want their money, and you don't have their money because you have it in a long-term investment. And so, essentially, what Ron Johnson wants to know from Janet Yellen is, do you guys recognize that you caused this? It's fine that you got to fix it now. We get it. you got to fix it. But first, got to admit that we don't want to do this again, right? You understand how this came about. So here's Ron Johnson's question, and listen to Janet Yellen's answer. But would you agree those are the top three causes of inflation? Uh, deficit spending high energy costs and supply dislocations? I don't believe the deficit spending 
is one of the main causes you, you of don't? inflation. You don't? I mean, inflation is too many dollars chasing too few goods. Well, so when, you, when you're have... printing all this out, so do you know in the first three fiscal years of the Biden administration, you know how much the total deficit spending is going to be? We had um, an economic collapse that was caused by right, the Right, and we were, we were certainly coming out of that because there's all this pent-up demand and a sloshing around of trillions of dollars. But would you agree those are the top three causes? Yeah, so she's not going to agree. He can ask it a million times. She's not going to agree. And what do they always say about an addict? The first step to fixing a problem is admitting what? you got a problem. They don't admit that they caused this. They can't see it. They still adhere to, tell me how this would work out in your personal finances. This is the Elizabeth Warren theory. This is the Joe Biden theory. This is the Janet Yellen theory. Modern monetary theory. You can spend however much money you want to spend because it's not real money. You can spend yourself out of debt. We'll just spend more money. Remember, he spent just under $2 trillion on the American Rescue Plan, which as Ron Johnson just pointed out, we didn't need. The economy was ready to roar back. All you had to do was take your hands off, keep your mitts off the stove. Don't pour gas on the stove. Don't pour more money into the economy. They poured almost $2 trillion into the economy. Then they want to spend more, and they did spend more, on the infrastructure bill. Then they spent more on student loan forgiveness. And remember how much they wanted to spend when they couldn't get Joe Manchin to agree with them? He wanted to spend $6 trillion more. $6 trillion. And what is the last budget that he proposed? It's $6 trillion. He is bound to determine to spend money. Joe Biden, my dad used to have a phrase for me. You got, he's like, got money burning a hole in your pocket? Got to get rid of it? That's Joe Biden. Our money is burning a hole in his pocket. He wants to tax the rich more. He wants to tax everybody more. He won't admit that he's taxing people making less than $400,000 a year more. So we have this bank situation. Now, I know it is, I'm sure, unrelated. But Credit Suisse, one of the major banks in the world, is in all kinds of trouble now because, again, it's over-leveraged. Today, I notice on Twitter... A photo from the LinkedIn bio of the head of global markets at Credit Suisse. It is, well, depending on which photo you're looking at, it is a man or it is a man dressed as a woman. That's right. The head of global markets for Credit Suisse is a gender-fluid man who sometimes believes he wakes up as a woman. So a guy who is mentally ill is in charge of billions of dollars at Credit Suisse. What's the worst thing that could happen? Uh, This person has been listed on the top 100 women in business. Except it's not a woman, it's a guy. We're getting rapidly to the point with Leah Thomas and uh, the who was the the Ecuadorian or South American transgender woman who was honored at the White House last week on on International Women's Day. Ladies, I hate to tell you this, but it's rapidly getting to the point where all the best women are men. That's what it looks like. And yes, you're not fooling anybody, Rachel Levine, with your big old Adam's apple staring back at us. This is scary how delusional the people in charge are, not just Janet Yellen. In New York City this weekend, there's going to be a family-friendly drag show. Now, 
That is, of course, deplorable, awful, sick. What distinguishes this drag show is that it is being hosted by the Attorney General of the State of New York, Letitia James, the the one who has dogged Donald Trump and his finances ever since Trump was president. Letitia James is hosting a family-friendly drag show in New York City. So, proving that when the left tries to cancel you, you do not go away and hide. You fight back hard. Chaya Rachik is hosting a competing drag show down the street where she will be reading one of the books offered by Brave Books. Now, Brave Books is the entity that is publishing the book of Kirk Cameron. Remember, he's going around the country hosting true family-friendly reading hours where he's reading a book about gifts of the Spirit and how children are born and God loves children and all that. So who is Chaya Reichick? Chaya Reichick is the woman behind Libs of TikTok. So this is how you fight. Chaya Reichick was Libs of TikTok and was anonymous for years. And then what happened to her? She was outed by, who's the loon bag from the Washington Post? Um, Taylor, oh, I can't, I'm really happy I've forgotten her. But she's the one who cried about, people are coming after me online and they're canceling. That's what she does. Oh, I can't remember her name. Anyway, Chaya Reichick was outed by her. And she was like, okay, you're going to out me? All right, I'll just come out swinging. And I'll post more libs of TikTok videos. And I'll host my own true family-friendly reading shows. The Attorney General of the State of New York. This would be like Dave Yost hosting a family friend of the drag show. Except Dave Yost would never do that. Because he's not a freak. And he's not a leftist like Letitia James. So this is how you handle it. When the left comes after you, you fight back, just like Chaya Reichick is fighting back. Uh, this is a big weekend in uh, Columbus, sports-wise. Uh, we have men's NCAA tournament games at Nationwide Arena. We have women's NCAA tournament games at Value City Arena. And Pam, you were telling me the OSU women's ice hockey team is yep. in action this weekend. Go Bucks! OSU women's ice hockey are in the Frozen Final Four. They play Northwestern tomorrow, three thirty p.m. on ESPN Plus, and they are the defending national champions. How about that? Uh, the OSU wrestlers, as we speak, are at the NCAA wrestling championships in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and of course, this weekend is the state boys basketball tournament at Dayton Arena. And I'm probably going to leave somebody out here, but I'm going off the top of my head on Central Ohio teams. Pickerington Central with Mr. Basketball, Devin Royal. That's an honor, not uh, me being a shameless Devin Royal fan because he's going to Ohio State. Uh, They play Saturday night at 515 in a rematch of last year's state championship game against Centerville. And uh, Pick Central wins that. Then they'll play Sunday night at 830 in the championship game. Uh, Harvest Prep is in it. Afrocentric is in it. Ah, trying to think of anyone else. I can't think of anyone else, but that doesn't mean there isn't someone else. Yeah. 
from the Columbus so perspective. Exciting. Yes. I agree with you. You were talking about this the other day yeah. about about the whole ta- town comes out. Oh, yeah. Smaller towns. New Albany was a small town when I was a kid. And <laughs> we made it to Dayton for like some kind of semifinals, I think, in basketball one year. And we literally had four Greyhound buses of adults and kids that went over to watch the team. Of course. Absolutely. That is what they do. Yep. Uh, small towns that are in this year's uh, tournament include uh, Rushi, uh, Berlin, and uh, Convoy Crestview. Convoy. I guess Convoy's a town because Crestview is mm-hmm. the school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never been to Convoy me that neither. I know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can remember the song Convoy, but boy, that dates me. <laughs> okay. Uh, J.D. Vance, your senator from Ohio, was on uh, with Brett Baer on special report last night. And J.D. Vance updating uh, all of us on the situation in East Palestine. People are still terrified. They're terrified about the quality of the air and the water. They're especially concerned about what happens to them, their children, and their grandkids after after living in the community for not just a few weeks, but but for months and years. And look, I don't think you're going to give them any reassurance that their community is cleaned up until you actually finish the cleanup job. And that was the thing that was so striking when I was there, is that you go there and you see next to the railroad tracks literally giant mounds of toxic chemicals that have been dug out to clean up the community, but have not been shipped out. And so I think in a very real way, the community is still being poisoned by the failure to get this stuff out and clean up properly. Now, J.D. Vance, like myself, uh, thinks that politics are at play in East Palestine in terms of the cleanup and how devoted to the cleanup the people in charge actually are. So the consistent message I've heard from uh, from Governor DeWine, from his entire staff, which I think has done a very good job in response to this, by the way, is you have to get this stuff into licensed facilities. So initially, I think Norfolk Southern was dragging their feet on the cleanup. Now they're doing what they should do, but you've got to take it somewhere. And what the federal EPA has made hard to do is to actually get the toxic dirt out of East Palestine in the first place. I think that this is all about politics. I think that when a blue state doesn't want to take the stuff, they get approval from the Biden administration. When a red state doesn't want to take the stuff, they find a much less willing uh, ear. Hmm. That's unfortunate, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. Now, yesterday, when when uh, I was leaving the studio, uh, the Stooges in charge of our military, Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin, were speaking about the uh, Russian interference with a $32 million American drone that was crashed into the Black Sea because a Russian jet hit it. And it must have just barely touched it because it only messed up like ever so slightly a wing, uh, a, a blade on the propeller. And nobody can be that precise flying at that speed. Uh, but I thought it was interesting that Lloyd Austin is at the podium. And listen to how he stumbles over what he says here. And you're like, well, what is wrong? Why is Lloyd Austin stumbling over what he's saying? Because, as is apparently standard procedure in the Biden administration, they can only employ people who can appear at a podium when they are reading what they have to say. Hazardous episode is a part is part of a pattern of aggressive, risk, <clears throat> risky, and unsafe actions by Russian pilots in international airspace. Mm. You can't riff on the topic like you're not versed enough on. The topic, you notice what's not coming out here is outrage over this, right? Not from Lloyd Austin, not from Mark Milley. So, was it intentional or not? Uh, don't know yet. We know that the intercept was intentional. 
Uh, we know that the aggressive behavior was intentional. I can tell you with certainty, though, that we have absolute evidence of, of the contact, the intercepts, et cetera, and it's very aggressive. Uh, you, you've heard about the dumping of the fuel and everything else. We have video evidence of all that. So um, there's, there's no question that that part of it's intentional. The actual physical contact of the aircraft, that I'm not so sure. Eh, I'm not so sure. Eh. Yeah, the video is striking, the Russian jet spilling fuel. I don't know what they thought the fuel was going to do unless torch it by... But you have to have a spark to make it ignite. So I wouldn't think you'd want to rub up against the drone to make it spark if you poured it with fuel because, oh, by the way, you might blow up too. But again, Millie's attitude on this is way too detached for my taste. As far as an act of war goes, I'm not going eh. to go there. Eh. Incidents happen, um, and, and uh, clearly uh, we do not uh, seek armed conflict with, uh, with Russia. As far as... Uh, the loss of anything of sensitive uh, intelligence, et cetera. Uh, as normal, we would take, uh, and we did, take uh, mitigating measures. Uh, so we are quite confident that whatever uh, whatever was of value is no longer of value. Nothing to see here. But they lost the eyes that that drone gave us. Yeah. $32 bucks, by the way. Yes. Nothing to see. I don't know. Active war. Shot down one of our planes. I brought down one of our planes. I don't know. Active war. I don't know. Uh, Mark... Turner, Mike Turner, is on um, one of the Senate, I think it's a military oversight committee or something. No, House Oversight Committee. He's a uh, House member, represents the Dayton area. Uh, Here is Mike Turner saying uh, Russia not up to speed on how times have changed. This really shows the pattern of Russia aggressiveness, both uh, to drones themselves, as you've seen here, but also even manned aircraft, Uh, both British, the air policing that's happening up in the Baltics by Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. Uh, continuous uh, intercepts by Russian uh, fighter planes that are very aggressive and are very dangerous. See, this is the problem with being like half in and half out on the whole Ukraine thing, is that you put yourself in a situation where we're going to send drones over there and we're going to give them money. Well, the more you get close to trouble, the better chance there is that trouble is going to find you or you are going to find trouble. And I don't think the Biden administration, if you said, okay, so what if this happens, what are you going to do? They don't know. What if China flies a spy balloon across the entire width and breadth of the United States and spies on all our secretive military installations? What are you going to do? Mm, I don't know. We'll wait till it goes offshore and blow it up until we're shamed into it by media coverage. What are you going to do if they knock one of our drones out of the sky? Hmm, I don't know. Like, here we are, more than a day later. Do we know what our response is? Have we had a response? Oh, he probably called the ambassador. Did he take our call? A lot of people uh, don't take Joe Biden's call anymore. So, I don't have a whole lot of faith in uh, them coming up with something smart on the fly. And I certainly don't have faith when I contemplate who might be making the decision on the fly, because it's certainly not the president. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.